Welcome to your virtual history book and secret guide to the Golden State. This is California hiding in plain sight. I'm Vals Vinitskovsky. This is episode three. Magic can be found all throughout California. Hopefully we can show you that throughout this podcast. But it's not exactly the magic or the mystery that you might be imagining. If you have never been to the location we are covering today, we hope that if you do visit, we can just help you look at the landmark through a different lens than most visitors. Since this episode will need a lot of picture painting in your head, it might make your experience at the mystery spot even better because of how differently you pictured it in your head. Either way, I hope you're curious to explore some of the mysteries of California. I definitely am. Leading us through the gates of California's magical landmarks is Sagnik Nag Chowdhury. Sagnik, take it away. Visualize this. You and your family are going on a road trip to the Santa Cruz boardwalk, which you just may hear about in a later episode. And as you drive, you notice a series of wooden buildings in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Surrounded by many oak and eucalyptus trees, you are curious to explore this area. And as you enter, you are met with a large yellow sign with the words ENTRANCE TO THE MYSTERY SPOT in big black letters because this, you guessed it, is the mystery spot. While taking the tour there may not be on the top of your to-do list in California, it is a must-visit, or rather, a must-experience location. A roadside attraction at its best. Most of the time, tickets to go on the tour are sold out, but congratulations! You're in luck because today, we're bringing the tour to you. You first pass through a gift shop filled with almost any merchandise you can think of for the mystery spot. As you walk out, you are met with a bustling area filled with the various plants and trees, as well as people waiting for the next tour, all to see the same magnificence. As you are let in, you walk through a series of redwood trees as you are met with your enthusiastic tour guide. Hey everyone, I will be your tour guide today. Now, before we go in, let's quickly journey back to 1939. When the Great Depression hit the United States in 1929 and subsequently many other countries, thousands of industries and businesses shut down due to a humongous gap between the supply and demand of commodities and services. At that time, the entertainment industry was one of the only things still flourishing. That era gave birth to many novel forms of entertainment, including ones such as this mystery spot. Not many people heard of these mystery spots at first, but they slowly gained popularity over the years. The Santa Cruz mystery spot's legacy began when it was first discovered in the year of 1939 by a man named George Prater. Prater was your average, conventional man. He was an electrician, mechanic, and inventor at the time. Prater was born in Fresno and moved to Santa Cruz in 1920, where he opened and owned a welding shop and repair garage. One calm day, he decided to take a walk on the hillside. During his stroll, he found himself feeling dizzy, which piqued his interest. 
There was clearly something abnormal about the land, but he thought it was special. To be able to explore it more, he had to take the next step, so he went to the owner of the land asking to buy the level ground below so he could supposedly build something along the lines of a summer home or a mountain cabin. But the owner was a bit stubborn. He wouldn't sell the land unless Prater bought the entire strip of land across almost the entire south end, including the hillside where Prater experienced the dizziness. Prater agreed. Along with the vertigo, during further exploration of the land that he now owned, he often noticed that his compass would jitter. Now that he owned the land, Prater got to thinking. He bought this land with the intention to keep it for himself, but he realized he could make something out of these anomalies, these absurdities that he saw within the land. So, he decided to build what he called a, quote, crazy house on the land. He was inspired by the Oregon Vortex, opened in 1930, which was a very similar roadside attraction with all sorts of optical illusions. The crazy house that Prater had built served its purpose as a roadside attraction, opened after World War II for automobile owners. It first got its big break when it was featured on Art Baker's television show, You Asked For It. You Asked For It! You Asked For It was a show that ran from 1950 to 1959, hosted by Art Baker and Jack Smith. The show relied on its viewers sending in various requests for things they wanted to see on the show, ranging from things such as a look inside the vaults of Fort Knox to an elderly woman doing trick shots. In one episode, a promo of the mystery spot was shown in the beginning of an episode, featuring the cool things you would be able to see and experience there, plus a message from George Prater himself. This boosted the attraction's popularity. Slowly, word of the mystery spot and its reality-bending aspects was spreading. Prater passed away in 1946, and so his son, Bruce Prater, inherited the land and continued running the mystery spot along with his father's business partner, Vaden McRae. In 1948, the McRae's were photographed for the Life magazine spread for the mystery spot, reeling in even more tourists. In July 2014, the mystery spot was officially declared a California historical landmark. Even now, many people such as you are exploring, reading, and hearing about this place that was all formed because of one simple walk outside. Alright then, on with the tour. We're going to take a walk through a small stretch of peaceful forest, just less than an acre in size. If you're able, this would be a good time to close your eyes to take in our tour even better. Ah, what a beautiful day to be outside. Calm breeze blowing, birds chirping, and we're standing in the cool shadow of the towering redwoods and eucalyptus trees. So, as we reach the first building, I'm going to need the two of you to step forward. Yes, you and your friend. That's right. Thank you. Now, please step onto these level concrete slabs and face each other. So, your friend is standing just outside the invisible border of the mystery spot. You're inside. 
So as you can see, you're looking at just about the top of your friend's head, and they're looking at about your bottom lip. Now, we can all see that you, our wonderful participant, are taller than your friend. Congratulations! Now, if you will, please switch places, meaning switch planks. Yes, yes, you can see you have shrunken a little bit. Pretty weird, isn't it? Your friend is now taller than you. Yeah, sorry about that. Don't worry, you'll grow back in a couple of days. So, we see people seemingly growing and shrinking, but that is just the start. Now we arrive at our main event. A beautiful wooden cabin. Wait, 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 stay with me. Just step forward and look down. You'll notice that your feet are to the left of you. If you turn uphill, you'll see that your feet are now significantly behind you, and you're leaning forward. Now place your hands behind your back. You feel that? That is the spirit of Michael Jackson. Ah, dear viewers, welcome to the world of mystery. We can see that everyone is now standing at 17 degree angle slants without falling over and without even leaning. I'd like to introduce you to my friend, the wooden board. Now as I angle this board upwards, I hope you can guess what happens if I were to place an object at the bottom of this board. Right, it's not going anywhere. But of course, this place is full of wonder. So please watch as this heavy billiard ball rolls up the board and falls off the high end of the ramp. Don't believe me? Alright, can I borrow your chapstick please? Thank you. Ooh, peachy. The chapstick following the ball's path rolls right up the board. And if there's still doubt in the absurdity of this stunt, I can prove it with a water bottle. No, the bottle won't roll up the hill, but the water will. The Holes book fantasy is coming to life. And we're just getting started. As we proceed into the cabin, you can see that our leaning intensifies. In this first room, one of the key aspects is this large table. It's quite versatile, as you can reenact so many famous film scenes, including Rose and Jack from Titanic, Rafiki holding Simba in The Lion King, and more. Now this is the real photo magnet. Just remember, don't jump off the table, as you will not land where you think you will land. And we've got security cameras in here, and we will watch you fall on repeat. In room 2, we have even more demonstrations, including non-magnetic metal balls not following proper laws of gravity, and a ladder which makes climbers appear as if they are sticking to the wall, creating a dramatic Spider-Man image. You know, some things are really better left as a surprise. After all, this is an audible tour, and I've required so much visualization from you that the rest I will have to leave up to your very eyes. If you ever get to visit the mystery spot, there is so much more in store for you. If you've already been there, then keep it on the down low. But I'll leave you on this thought. If you take a look outside of the cabin, you'll notice we are in a Santa Cruz forest and are completely surrounded by trees. At the mystery spot, I have a fascination with the eucalyptus tree. 
They are known for growing very tall and straight, but they don't quite do that here. You'll notice that some are growing in different shapes, such as a corkscrew or a backwards letter S. Now, because this is such abnormal behavior for the eucalyptus trees, we got a little worried because we thought there might be something in the soil causing the trees to get sick. So, we hired a strong team of botanists from UC Santa Cruz to come down and do some investigating to see what might have been wrong. After doing some research, they found that... There was absolutely nothing wrong with our trees. They were all perfectly healthy. The peculiar thing that they did find is that 95% of the trees at the mystery spot are female, which we think is just the greatest mistree of all. Alright, clearly I'm barking up the wrong tree with this one. Or maybe, maybe you just need to branch out your sense of humor. I'm just trying to spruce things up for you. Okay, I can tell I'm stumping a few of you, but some of you are pining for more. I know most of my jokes are rooted in bad puns. I think it stems from my early childhood. Okay, you know what? I'll just leave you alone. We'll lumber back down to the garden. Oh, and don't forget your mystery spot bumper stickers. If you stick them on just a little sideways on your car, it'll make it seem like your car is leaning. Now that we've seen and experienced many of these gravitational deformations, I bet the question raised in your mind is, how does any of this make sense? How does any of this work? Well, the moment you've been waiting for, the big reveal in 3, 2, 1. What if I told you that there's really no mystery to the mystery spot? Now. I shall let you take that in for a bit. I understand that you were possibly thinking that there was a fracture in the fault line, or maybe an alien UFO buried underground. But it's not all that complicated. It's actually something even cooler. Something called mind manipulation. See, Prater was inspired by the Oregon Vortex when he built the mystery spot, but the Oregon Vortex was just filled with all sorts of optical illusions that twist your brain. Well, the mystery spot is really nothing but one giant optical illusion. The illusions that you see and experience are the result of the misperceptions of height and the orientation of objects around you. This makes the mystery spot a gravity hill. A gravity hill is a place where the layout of the surrounding land produces an optical illusion, making a slight downhill slope appear to be an uphill slope. Are you tying the knots in your brain? Let's continue. For example, the classic situation, you leaving your car when it's still in gear. In most cases, the car would start rolling downhill and you would have to chase after it while screaming your head off. But on a gravity hill, your car would actually begin to roll uphill going against gravity, like the billiard ball or your lovely peachy chapstick. The slope of gravity hills is an optical illusion. The most important factor contributing to the illusion is a completely, or at least mostly, obstructed horizon. Without a horizon, it becomes difficult to judge the slope of a surface as a reliable reference is missing. Objects which one would normally assume to be more or less perpendicular to the ground, such as trees, may actually be leaning, 
offsetting the visual reference. When Prater first felt dizzy while walking on land, he was standing on a gravity hill, which messed with his perception of direction. When you are walking up a steep hill or sidewalk, you are not standing completely straight. You are at somewhat of an angle when walking upwards. Now, Prater took this information to his advantage. When building the mystery spot, he built it on a tilted base. It may seem confusing, but think about it this way. Wouldn't standing up straight in a tilted house give the impression that everything else was leaning or slanting? Exactly. Prater was able to build landscape alterations with the help of ingenious ar architectural tweaks to distort viewers' perception of their own orientation. Prater also does a great job of disguising the tilt, which convinces all of us that there is something else at work here. Some mysterious force. Prater disguises it so perfectly that we are all convinced that the cabin itself has nothing to do with it. Part of the floor is hidden or buried with regular household items. Everything that gives you a vertical reference point is either removed or placed in a slanted fashion. So, in the end, while it may be a little disappointing to hear, there isn't a wizard that is at work behind the mystery spot, but on second thought, isn't the intelligence and creativity of George Prater somewhat magical in itself? Magic can be found all throughout California. This is manifested through locations like the Mystery Spot and many more that we are yet to cover on this podcast. It goes to show how popularity can blind us from history. But that's what we're here for. Whether you're in California, in America, on Earth, or even on the International Space Station, I hope that we can inspire you to be curious about the mysteries of science, history, and more wherever you are. Because only with curiosity will you find the abundant magic of the world we live in. We're closing the Audible History textbook for now, and we'll open it back up soon to a fresh new episode on our journey to bring listeners like you the history and secrets of what's visible, but possibly unknown, in the Golden State. Signing off, this is Sagnik Nagchadri and Val Svinitskovsky with California hiding in plain sight. California Hiding in Plain Sight Episode 3 was written by Sagnik Nag Chowdhury with material and sound edited by Val Zvinitskovsky. Special thanks to Michael Radwin and Bo Bornman for sponsoring this episode. The theme and transition music used in this podcast is provided by Epidemic Sound. This podcast was distributed using Buzzsprout. Support this podcast on our Patreon page and get early access to episodes, personalized messages, shoutouts on the podcast, and more. Support us at patreon.com forward slash California Hiding. You can visit our website for other ways to listen and more information at californiahiding.buzzsprout.com or visit tinyurl.com forward slash California Hiding.